This is a disclaimer. Ben and I do not actually agree with or condone these conspiracy theories. And specifically for this episode, and any episodes that deal with this in the future, Ben is not actually addicted to drugs or a drug dealer. Although, if you know someone or are yourself addicted to drugs, please contact help. Welcome back to Conspiracy Talk. I'm here with co-host Ben and this week's special guest, James Gates. Oh boy. Oh, it's going to be loads of fun. So, Ben, have you done anything this week? Kind of. Wonderful, wonderful. So, what did you do? Well, let's see. I went went to our local big city and got some stuff. Ah. Ben, we've said the name before. It's fine. Okay, fine. Whatever. We went... He went to Wichita. Wichita. Well, yeah. Uh, I I traveled recently. I had I had Starbucks for like the first time, other than the like just dark coffee. Bro, Starbucks is low key booty. It's not good. Yeah, some of it is, and some of it's not. Like nope. it's really sugary. All of it's bad. Okay. All of it's bad. I'll take your word. And then I got this thing at Starbucks called like sweet potato chips. It's like sweet potato but chips. So it's like a sweet potato, but like fried and crispy. So it's a chip. Yeah. You just explained that. My brain stopped. It's it's great. I traveled recently. Uh, we went to Coffeeville to pick up my cousin for the festival. Ah. Ah, yes. When is that? Uh, it starts the 4th, I think. Today's the 2nd. We've got two days. Okay. So it's going to be great. Uh, this year, because of the COVID restrictions, you are, you, you are required to wear a mask at all times. So it's going to suck, Let's but it, it should be fine. Let's see. Have you heard about the people at Disneyland since they lift restrictions as people there? They're, they tried to get around the rules by constantly drinking something. I think that was it. Yep. Like, I don't know if that, how they did it was like, they just be like, have a bottle in the mouth. Like, yeah. we're, we're fine. We're just drinking water. There's nothing in the bottle. You're just, you're just holding it to your mouth constantly. No, no. <laughs> it's pure oxygen. So James, did you do anything this last week? Actually, I didn't really do much of anything. I got off work for, like, the whole week because of the rain, so... I mean, that's good. Kind of just sat around. Yeah. Did you, So, did you, all of you experience the torrential rain yesterday? Yes. Yep. Okay, yeah. I remember that my dad called my mom. was like, hey, uh, you might want to park the cars in the garage because we got a chance of hail. Oh, yeah, we, we do have a chance of hail today or later this evening around 8 o'clock. Dude, it's not going to hail on Anthony Kane. It hasn't for a while. It's been like a year, man. Anything can happen within a year. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Let's see. Should we also announce that one thing we're planning for? Okay, so... I forgot to add in, like, for instance, the stuff that I mentioned that, or in the Bible. I just mentioned it's in the Bible, but I don't exactly know where it is. I figured I might as well try to look it up somewhere so that way I know for sure it's in there. Or I don't accidentally mess something up. So I figured it might be better to, like, recorrect, find where that actually is in, or just... So that way, I... So, yeah, find out where that is in, so... Are, are we editing this part out? Oh, no, we're not. Because uh, I had, just wrote... We a, had a city name. Oh. Uh, so that's fine. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, so sorry for my stuttering. Yeah, back to what I was saying is I'll try to look up stuff in the Bible and on Google about the Bible, so that way we can try to fix... What it's mistakes that yeah. might have been said. 
and correct yeah. ourselves. Or out. even add stuff that we forgot to yeah, add in that we thought was important. Yeah, we have we have a rules list. The no <laughs> non, no controversial content, no racist content or topics, no Holocaust or 9/11 specifically because other people have had a lot of backlash from that recently. Yeah, and plus and, I, uh, it, family friendly only. Yeah, I mean, part of the reason why we decided not to do Holocaust and 9/11 is it seems like. The, there's the most conspiracies surrounding that, and a lot of them have to do with race. Yeah, or and they're very controversial, and just we understand that it bothers some people, so we're not going to cover it. Yeah. I mean, traveling for the first time in a while, it's insane because everything's new. You look outside, and the sun's shining. You're like, oh wow, it's an adventure. Get the hazmat suit. Get the hazmat suit. The hazmat suit. This we, escalated. <laughs> we, we had a 30-mile detour to Coffeeville through Caney because just, like, absolute road work. Oh, I thought you meant, uh, like, I thought you were going to be like, oh, because of a confirmed case of coronavirus. Like, oh. No, they haven't had corona there yet. Oh, okay, that's good. I have, don't think. It's we've a had very a, small town. Let's see. We've had an increase in the state, right? Kind of, or is it? We've had a slight increase in the state and an increase in the county. Yes. Oh, in the county. We've had uh, two more cases. Two more. Okay. Good. So it's it's. I mean, it's not up, good. It's but... not up that high. Okay. Okay. So. Y'all have seen the moon before, right? It exists. No. I'm kidding. Yes, I have. Objection, Your Honor. <laughs> So there is a conspiracy theory out there that the moon is actually just a spaceship, like in Star Wars, like the Death Star. That's no moon. That's a space station. Yeah, but like it's like what we talked about last time, the hollow moon theory. Because there are theories that tie into both. You may fire when ready, Commander. You're quoting Star Wars, and I know you're quoting Star Wars. Okay, according to BoardPanda.com, the, there are people that say the moon does not exist, and there are videos online that try to prove it, but their evidence is rather weak. Here's the thing. We've landed on the moon. If you think it's a hoax, you're crazy. I feel like this would somehow John tie in. going for more direct approach. I think that your evidence is lacking. Therefore, I can't even, like... He can't understand. I feel like this would tie into the... Uh moon landing conspiracy going like oh we filmed it here on a film studio somewhere in the United States but who has enough resources like even back then like 1969 or whenever the they landed on the moon they didn't have really good cables to hold people up mm, yeah so when they jumped how would they have done that unless it was filmed underwater because I mean you can kind of jump underwater but you typically float. Yeah, I was going to say, how would they keep you from floating? Yeah. Uh, they I mean, anchor you down, sucks. possibly? Uh, I mean, like... Okay, but then, yeah, again, how would you theory. hide that in a spacesuit? That might be a little... Or, uh, quote-unquote, spacesuit, according to the conspiracy theory. Mm, scuba suit. Yeah. So, like... Like, what NASA does, they've got these big tanks with astronaut suits, so they... To simulate zero gravity. Oh, yeah. And they, like, anchor them down. They tether themselves to the... Uh, models of the space station and the Hubble telescope to fix it. Like, maybe it's something similar to that where it was just like a little cord on the back of their leg that was run along a track and they could just... Mm. But how would they plant the flag? The flag would be the the big problem because it would immediately float up to the top. 
Reverse gravity on the moon confirmed. Um, <laughs> uh, well, that's also a theory, but we're not getting. Wait, into really? That. What? Yeah, that's a the reverse gravity theory. Huh? Reverse gravity. I've never heard. Yeah, of there's this. a theory like that if the Earth starts turning the other way suddenly, gravity will be reversed. But isn't it based off of mass? Yeah. Like gravity is based off of mass. I mean, people think the Earth is flat, so anything's uh, possible at this point. He's got, he's got a point. <laughs> there's people believing that the moon is fake. I thought uh, there's a, there's a video and I've watched it before of this guy who's like, oh yeah, the moon's just a giant cardboard cutout put there by NASA to confuse us. Like, explain the solar eclipse and how it doesn't catch on fire. Guys, we're all forgetting about the big thing. We're all for, you see, the moon isn't actually made out of rock; it's made out of cheese. This is not a Wallace and Gromit cartoon. I mean, I would love it if it were because that was my favorite movie when I was younger. I mean, you know, it has a TV series, right? And then it has a TV series. Oh, I'm going to find it. Like, the movie? That was, like... I, I, I feel like that was... I, if I remember, there was a TV series, and I think it got popular enough. I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's make a movie. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look that up. But, like... Are you talking about the were-rabbit one? Yeah, the were-rabbit I used to good. watch that every single time. I went to my grandparents' house on, like in Missouri. I just remember going there and, like... Yay! And I remember my sister's like, you seriously watch this, like, every single time we're here. Does anyone remember the movie Rio? Yeah. Oh Dude, boy, that was good. Rio because every time I'd go over to my grandparents' house, I would watch Rio, and they had they had a an illegal copy because <laughs> we watched it so much the discs got scratched. So we had we had a copy that was just to DVD, and then we ended up buying Rio two, and I watched that so much that it got scratched, and we had to put it on another disc. But like, your grandparents are gonna get swatted. Dude, Probably. Johnny has a real addiction. <laughs> oh yeah. And then, oh boy. It's great. Uh, I'm trying to think. Okay, does anyone remember the movie Rango? Yeah, I yeah. do. With that weird lizard. Yeah, the, that's the, played by Johnny Depp. The chameleon yeah. boy. Dude, that lizard with the goldfish. I thought something was up with him. Let's. See, I remember <laughs> that. The, with, there's no water in just the rattlesnake outlaw boy. I remember that. Uh, whenever I remember that we. Pre-ordered the DVD when the movie was still in theaters because my sister wanted to watch it so badly, I think. So I remember that we got it. I remember in it. It's still in it to this day. It's like, register now and you could win a 2010 certain brand of car. I remember I I looked through the DVD disc the other day. I was like, hey, mom, do you think we could still use this? Do, do you all remember Disney points? Like, Kinda. you'd get them in certain discs, and it'd have a code on it, and you go to mydisney.com, and you enter the code, and, like, you can get so many points, and you can have them ship you something. Remember Disney Fast Play? Yes. Oh Disney Fast Play! And, like, I really, like, I didn't realize until, late, until, like, maybe second grade, I was like, wait, this is a menu where I can use to skip the advertisements? Sign me up, but then I think it actually... I don't think it I actually skipped advertisements. Let's tell you what, I actually watch the advertisements every time. Because all the time when we watched those movies, we were in like a car and on the car ride, and we were so bored that we'd watch the advertisements. Yeah, well, Here's my, a new fast my, play. My and then like going to Colorado, and we watched Paddington 2, and if you've ever seen Paddington 2, you know that there's about 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes of commercials for other movies. And we had nothing else to do, so we skipped the commercials and just got straight into Paddington 2. But after the movie was done, we were still like five hours away, and we're like, back to the commercials. It honestly kind of feels weird, like, 
you you put a DVD in of a movie you bought, and it shows ads of movies that are coming out that year, and yeah. then like you might watch it a couple years down the line. It's like, oh yeah, I remember that movie. I kind of forgot about that movie because it bombed at the box office, and then like this is kind of weird. I mean, I mean, like like what Netflix and Disney Plus does, they take that they take that out, and you just you pay per month, and you get like all the. You would end up paying more for the physical copies of the disc, like if you were to get all of them, mm. than you would for Disney Plus, and I'm guessing your whole lifetime. Yeah, and then I feel like how they got the idea of streaming movies was Netflix. Well, yeah, but also didn't it like they first start streaming music first? Disney? Not Netflix, but like other, other companies that stream stuff. Because I feel like so Spotify does video now. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, so was, oh yeah, I, I th- yeah, because the ads and stuff. But I also remember that, let's see, does, does any of you, I don't think any of us were really around in the early 2000s when uh, there was the big gigantic music copyright thing. The DMCA. And then like there was LimeWire, there was um that one group that, that okay, that one website, that Napster, yeah, Napster, that one website that Metallica yeah, yeah. sued. The only reason why I know this is because I, I listen to a lot of Metallica. I'm never trusting Ben again. He just <laughs> talked about Metallica for his whole 30 minutes. <laughs> I have. It's been 13 minutes. Oh, boy. I have oh not, boy. I have not oh talked about Metallica for a solid 30 minutes. They or... listen to Metallica on the moon, but only because that's the only thing that gets transmitted there. It's the only thing loud enough to get to the moon. Wait, is that true? No. no. <laughs> you can't hear sounds in the vacuum of space. Although, don't isn't there like still like radio transmission? Like, don't radio radio, transmi- radio waves? Yes, yeah, like, they can go. What about TV from like early in the? I mean, I feel like probably because the satellites are like in space. Yeah, just imagine like like even with phones nowadays. Just imagine like you're going through space and like you you have a TV for some reason in there and you just like wonder if I can get anything through your signal and you get like live debut of I Love Lucy. Or Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed was my favorite for a long time. Or the Ed Sullivan Show. I've never seen the Ed Sullivan Show. I haven't either. That I just... sounds pretty scary, actually. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's like Edward Scissorhands. And the Ed Sullivan Show. It's like it's like a Sullivan, old... the the dude from Monsters. Um... He he's got he's got uh, <laughs> Sully Sully uh, James Sullivan. Oh yeah yeah. I well, this has nothing to do with Monsters. It's like an old late night host. Like a mix Edward Sullivan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but that's kind of creepy to me. I, I always I always saw Sully as the villain for a long time just because he had the name last name Sullivan because I thought it was like Sol villain. I thought he was evil for a long time. I mean, they're monsters scaring children for power. What do you expect? Not like I mean, in the not end, like they world make power, but like, hey, I need to power domination. my. I need to charge no, my I'm phone. He's kind of right. World <laughs> domination. So, like in the end of the movie, they make children laugh, and that's how they get the yeah. the scream power. Something I just want. So they need a closet door to get into, like the human world. Yeah. I don't have a closet door. What does that mean? They come up through the the drawers in your in your dresser. Dude, I think that's even scarier. They should have went for that instead. That scares <laughs> the crap out of me. Wait, what about the ones that are underneath your bed? How do they get there? Like, yeah, do like, they ever explain that in Monsters Inc.? Black hole. Yeah, but like, 
but like the drawers would be so scary because you'd be sitting there and expecting and you, them to you come just under see, your bed or you your, just see the drawer slowly yeah, slide out. And you just see. It's like a mix between the closet and the bed because it's out from the bottom and it's like sliding out. Can you imagine having one of those really old wardrobes like you see in like Ooh. the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? You see like claws come out of it and slowly open the door, and then you see two red eyes behind it. And that's this small-looking egg Big creature. Bird. Surprise! Do you think what's name? What's <laughs> Big Bird laughing? What's the name of the girl in Monsters Inc. The little girl? Boo. Okay. Do you think Boo ever went back to Monster World after that, like on a little field trip? And like, imagine just like your your kid in your room, and suddenly there's this girl that bursts through. He calls the door like Michaelsowski. It's just like, how'd you? This how'd you went get from here? The moon does not exist. Um, to our favorite movies. To, to Bringing Monsters University. Oh yeah. (laughs) How Metallica can be be heard on the moon. What is the moon? Is it like the same as the Earth? Earth's moon, or is it like something different completely? Are they two different dimensions? Wait, wait, wait. Do do werewolves exist in Monsters Inc. Universe? Probably. Because think about like they're they're human and monster. Just imagine like. So they can pass between worlds freely. Or like, I'm just imagining like you are right to be confused. Just I'm just imagining like okay, a guy goes back in the Monster Worlds and werewolf, then he turns back into a human, and suddenly you hear we got twenty three nineteen, we got twenty three nineteen. Am I the only one that doesn't understand what Vince saying sometimes? Yeah. Don't worry. I, some some of our some of our teachers don't understand what I'm saying part time because I remember that I think we had yeah I remember like Miss Earls. Yeah, because I remember that like I think when I when. We first met some of our teachers, like, what are you saying? But a- after they get used to how I talk, they go like, okay, I can understand him now. Ben's going to go into auctioneering. Oh, I got $100 over there with $200, $300, $400, $500, uh, $15,000 over there. One, five, one, five, one seven. <laughs> Wow. You Y'all look very really confused. Did that. Can I go to college for this? The Bro. College of Engineering. The College of Auctioneering. The College of Auctioneering, folks. This month, I saw it on Facebook not too long ago. It was, That'd be weird. You, okay. you go to a party and they're just all talking real fast. Like, hey, yeah, can you I pass me another beer? I understand anything there. Oh, hey, Susan, I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, hey, uh, Julie, I haven't seen you in a while either. Can, can you pass me the notebook? <laughs> Imagine sitting in class, your, your professor's just up there. You write notes as fast as you can. He's like, hey, you have to talk really fast. If Eminem ever went to a college, that's where it'd be. The College of Auctioneering. Exactly. Imagine if Eminem never became a rapper, he became an auctioneer. Oh, no. Eminem the auctioneer. Oh, I, I just imagine like he has like beats going in the background as he's doing auctioneering. That would be funny. All right, let's get back on track before. So auctioneering is the is time. the prototype of rapping. I'm kidding, maybe not. That sounds accurate because they did talk fast and rapping a lot you do talk fast and then i also feel like rap is technically another form of like spoken word poetry in a sort of way kind of yeah tupac wrote poems like poems you pronounce that kind of weird you're like poems poems <laughs> reminds me how like one day you're in the summer i think i messed up while doing something i meant to say screw it but i was like scrap and i was like i'm gonna I keep that now i'm gonna story. keep doing that <laughs> All right, then. Do you want to talk about the flying whale creature things? That is a giant X. The Great Mattress Conspiracy. And this is what? 
Did we run out of internet? We did run out of internet. Darn. Oh boy. That'll be fine. So let's play the Dino game. I do too. It's on right now. Okay. So like a couple of weeks ago, we decided we weren't gonna cover like the certain the flush sprinter, as I'm gonna call it, to avoid yeah. saying its name because Ben. We looked it we up on Reddit, and apparently, just talking about it could supposedly attract them. We don't know if they're real or not, but it's like we might as well not. Skinwalkers. Yeah, I've know. said their name. We're all dead. <laughs> They're coming for you. Maybe we shouldn't say that. Yeah, that's probably not yeah, a great no, idea. Johnny is probably yeah. right. So, uh, a couple weeks ago, yeah, it was a couple weeks ago when we had Mr. Klubine on. Yeah, we had Mr. Klubine on. That was that was. We had Mr. Klubine. We we invited him in the middle of class, like in March. Right in the middle of class in March. Yeah, because I I sent him a private message during like our Zoom call, and I remember that he was like, "Would you like to be a part of our podcast?" He's like, "Actually, yeah." The accurate representation for if I could explain Mr. Klubine, he looks he looks like a gerbil. (laughs) You should. He literally looks like a gerbil. That's kind of mean. No, but like that's how I they, had a gerbil. That's how they can visualize him. You guys had a podcast with a human version of a gerbil. Oh boy. Let's see. I we had a that was a good podcast. The only problem is one of us left our mics open, so there's a little bit of echo. But yeah, we talked about some great happens. stuff on that podcast. We talked about Starfish Prime. It's actually now one of our most viewed episodes. It was a it was a nuclear bomb test above oh the Hawaii. Yeah, the Islands. name of the. Oh right. Yeah, so the name of the episode was Starfish Prime sounds like a transformer to me. It it was a good it was a good it was a good episode. Oh. An- Animorphs was a thing. Oh yeah. Let's see. I don't think I ever read that book. That was a book series. It was a series. It was a TV series. I thought it was also a book. Where this like centaur alien looking dude just came down and killed people. And if you stayed in your animal form for longer than like an hour, you were stuck in it permanently. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's what animorphs cause people that turn into animals. Did animorphs really accidentally cause people becoming furries? I don't want to think about that. Yeah, good point. Wow. You're just going. That's down probably part of something. You're going down wow. a dark hallway and here. Uh oh. And we are terminating recording. I am leaving. <laughs> I am leaving this place. I am not coming back. <laughs> I'm leaving everything for the next couple of years. So, our internet seems to be down. That's fun. Let's hmm. see, is this going off your phone? Yeah, it's just, it's running off my hotspot. I'll go check it real quick. Alright. Well, back to the conspiracy part. I had to go make sure the Wi-Fi worked. Ben, why don't you talk about the atmospheric beasts? Because I have absolutely no idea what that is. All right, so you can find this on cryptids.fandom.com, which is a uh, basically a fandom version of Wikipedia, right? I uh, think looks- so. Yeah, so... Exactly. Okay, so what we got here is at- atmospheric beasts. Atmospheric beasts are the strangest of the flying monsters from ufology, cryptozoology, and astrobiology. According to eyewitness reports, there are things that seem like living creatures, but they break all the usual rules that we apply to living things. They fly without the need for wings, and their bodies are only semi-solid, only partially invisible. I mean, often possibly invisible. Clouds. 
And the first thing that went through my mind when I first saw this was... Atmospheric jellyfish. No, but what went through my mind was, uh, oh yeah, that one song from the band Gojira called Flying Whales. Bro, we're talking about clouds being jellyfish. No, we're not. <laughs> that's, we a, that's a type of them. There's oh. the cloud jellyfish and then there's the sky serpents. Oh, okay. Which are like, I'm guessing they're related to Chinese dragon myth. Let's see. Well, generally thought to be atmospheric jellyfish. Well, generally thought to be UFOs, sky jellyfish could be atmospheric beasts of some sort. And okay. Huh? So that, that would make sense. Like, they're kind of shiny and then they leave. Like, they yeah. disappear. That would explain UFO sightings, mm. like, almost perfectly. Because maybe they could travel really fast. Maybe atmospheric jellyfish can travel really fast and they, they're going real quick. <laughs> then they just all of a sudden disappear. You don't know where they're gone. It's because they've turned invisible. Atmospheric jellyfish don't sound very. I I kind of wonder if people. I kind of wonder. If, <laughs> I kind of wonder if people are mistaking this for like floaters. You know that one thing in your eye that like they. Yeah. Just message like. I There's see. an atmospheric jellyfish. Whoa! Why is it getting closer? Why is it in my eyes? When I close my eyes, I still see it. Why is it in my eyes? Let's move on. Sky serpents. I feel like jellyfish. In your eyes, or is like a weird psychedelic rock song from the '60s. That's Prevagen, the memory drug. What? Like they, the basically the the pill that Prevagen is made out of is made from jellyfish and gel. It's made from jellyfish. Jellyfish in your eyes. <laughs> We've started something that cannot be stopped. Guys, we got copyright jellyfish in your eyes. We got trademark. T-shirt. T-shirt. <laughs> T-shirt. Oh, crap, my thing fell off. So we have conga line of space debris. What was it, the other one? Ben doesn't like... Ben doesn't like skinwalkers. <laughs> Let's not do that. Sure. And then jellyfish in your eyes. What's the other one? The acid, the acid one. Dripping through acid in the sky. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I we don't had, We had a conversation with Jillian about, uh, like, drug usage drug in usage. our county. And one of the things that I discussed with her off-camera was the, the acid thing. Mm. I don't remember. And, we can't, and then we started talking about, like, the sky, and we're like, oh, perfect shirt idea. <laughs> Tripping through acid in the sky. And that's the only podcast episode where we're like yeah so we make jokes about ben being a drug dealer he's actually not well <laughs> we're gonna have to put, we're gonna have to put the drug disclaimer in this one boys oh boy is it because i said mentioned the joke and stuff no uh, i'm gonna start putting both in on every everyone okay should we also start in the intro part, putting it when we have a guest, like, we're pretty sure that guest doesn't believe most of these conspiracy theories. I also. mean, that's already there. So, I did? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, Xander believed in Flat Earth, and there's nothing wrong with that. You can have your beliefs, it's just... Well, he's... he's said, wrong. Didn't he say he used Flat to? Earth he is very to. wrong, but... Like, he... Therapist, right? I went to my therapist, and he, he had an argument planned against me for Flat Earth. Oh my god! He won. By golly, he won. And he almost convinced me while he did it. Almost. I, I, I think what that therapist of... needs to see a therapist. I was scared, man. Hey, do we have uh, more tape for the... It's, it'll be fine for now. Oh, 
Okay. It's I'll just a pop filter to make sure that your lips don't. Should I just back away from it so that way? You you should be fine right now. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll be right here. So. Okay. So like the sky serpents. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. These have been long embedded in myth. Hold on a second. I want. So let me get straight. Your therapist is a flat earther. Yes. I feel flat like flat therapist. No, I... but you see, you see, the thing is, one of his one of his other clients convinced him of it. Yeah. This is like the people of Facebook that look at conspiracy theories and then start to believe them and have to be taken off the cycle. It's time to begin anew. Join the cult. I, I begin anew. Begin anew. Begin anew. Precisely. Imagine yourself in a frozen forest. Did this just turn into a Bob Ross painting? Did no one else understand that reference to nope. Black Ops 3? Nope. Never watched it. It's a, it's, Never it's a video it. game. Never played Call it. Call of Duty. Black Never played Ops Call of Duty, Duty in general. Oh, okay. Mario Kart. <laughs> nice sensitization from Johnny Boy. I have no idea what any of that means. I will always remember the death stare from Luigi in Mario Kart. <laughs> okay, Excuse so me. Sky Serpents, boys. Sky Serpents. Sky serpents. Yeah, like the big sky snake. That we're still we're still on the atmosphere creatures. These oh, things are stupid. <laughs> That's my opinion. Sky serpents okay, are so like, snakes or elongated serpentine dragons that appear that appear to float or fly in the air. They typically move in an undulating fashion, as if they are sea serpents of the air. They are not the same as ordinary flying dragons because they manage to fly without wings, like most Asian dragons that have the ability to fly. Like I said, uh, Chinese myth. Dragons are long embedded in Chinese myth. So, could this yeah, be kind of like a Yeah, but don't you think we would have smacked one of those things with a satellite? Or like with, any this, uh, with an airplane. Yeah, dude. I mean, maybe, but maybe they're extinct now and like dinosaurs are... Like not exi- not real. Oh, oh you see, that so, makes more sense. I have yeah, questions. because like so, a lot of the dinosaurs found in China are like really long ones. Mm, so sense. I have a question. So does is is it normal for some cultures to have like myths about dragons also? Yeah. Okay. So did because I know that it seems like I guess and most of our fantasy stuff, which is based on medieval stuff, but exaggerated a bit that there's. Did, was there myths about dragons in England or anything, or Europe? Did you miss the entire medieval ages? I, I, maybe I fell asleep while in that class. I just remember in fantasy movies and stuff, mentioned dragons and all, but yeah. Yeah, because like, they used to tell stories about men slaying dragons, like oh, knights. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Dragon, I, dragon, how do you do? I've come from the king to murder you. Oh. That was a book. What? Could it be that you are the dragonborn? I don't know what that was, but let's... Skyrim. Skyrim. Johnny. I played Mario Kart. Skyrim. I used to be an adventurer like you. Then it took an arrow to the knee. I'm hurt, Johnny. I play Mario Kart. You don't know Skyrim, man? You know? I I had a Wii. Stop. You violated the law. That's an L. Pay the court... Wait, is it pay the court? Stop. You violated the law. Pay Pay the the court court a fine or or serve serve your sentence. 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 You shall pay with blood. It's been a. It's been a long time since I've seen a good brawl. Come back, you pathetic worm. You pathetic worm. You heard it here. 
So, like, sightings, like, the big alien whale things that are half invisible, that would explain a lot of the UFO sightings, but, like, the snakes? The snakes. Oh, why'd it have to be snakes? Always oh, snakes. Ike. Oh, wait, no, it's like, ooh. Or it's, it's whatever it is from Radio Zara. Like, he doesn't know. Gosh dang it. Eek. Looks very dangerous. You go first. Eek. Or, I don't know. Eek. <laughs> huh? Literally, part of the episode is the podcast now is... Uh, Indiana Jones references. Yeah, like, did you listen to his uh, shorty impression? Wow, Dr. Jones. What? I thought it was, ooh wee, Dr. Jones. There's... It's wowee. Yeah, wowee, Dr. Jones. Wowee, Dr. Jones. This show was some bad guys. I also still remember him, like, when they jump into the car, and he's like, hold on to your potatoes. <laughs> the child drove a car. Dang, man. The cops are onto us. The cops are onto us. We're getting swatted as we speak. The FBI knows our secrets. I'm gonna go beat him up, man. <laughs> I don't think that's how this works. I'm gonna beat him up. Alright, so moving on from the James, sky. James, James. Let me get this train. Okay, we, we got stuff in this room to not exactly protect us. They got guns. We have a fire extinguisher. Oh, yeah, it's right behind me. We got Febreze and we you got know, a lighter. Never did I think in this podcast that we were going to... Make a plan B solution about beating the cops over the No, head. we're, we're, like, if we ever get Fire spotted, Ben and I have an escape plan from this building. Oh, really? It's out that door. Just And just, through the wall. Just, just to let you guys know, we have nothing against the cops or anything. We support, yeah. we support our cops and, We support uh, our troops. Alright, our police department's because they keep us safe. Are you about to lick the mic? <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> don't look at me like that. So, moving on... From the sky people. Sky. Ong's hat. It's not sky people. Oh, yeah, Ong's hat. So, this is. It's a conspiracy theory that's been debunked. Okay, yeah, but it's a collaborative piece of fiction by four core individuals, although the membership has changed over time. Okay. History. Okay, so. Four corners of the earth, the four elements. Before I read this, actually, I think it explains why I read it. So, the history of it. The threads of the story can be traced back as far as the 1980s. A bulletin board system's old Xer- Xerox? Xerox, yes. Yeah, ma- old Xerox mail art networks and early designs. The aim was to create a fictional storyline embedded in various media cultures to establish backstory. It may have been started as an in-joke or first alternate reality game, Arga in parentheses, a work of transmedia storytelling or as meme... Meme. meme tick experiment. See how meme. far the meme could spread or come or a combination of all of the above. Story eventually used print, radio, televi- television, digital mediums, CD ROM, DVD, internet, BBS, and dissemination. The initial ground rules acknowledged that the po- that the possibility of such experiment could end up going down darker paths. Oh, and yeah. they especially ruled out Ong's hat being used for like cult like activity, even though it is fiction the tale may be based on earlier works. Joseph Matheny eventually concluded that the project Ong's Hat was more of an experiment and transmedia storytelling than what, than what we would now consider to be an ARG, but its DNA, the concept of storytelling across various platforms and new media, is evident in every alternate reality game that came after. So, like, 
Does this remind you of SCP? Reminds me of Ready Player One. Oh. I don't even know what what that was about. SCP? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Remember SCP-173? No, I know, I know what oh, SCP yeah. is about. I you can't blink. What that is. Otherwise, it kills you. It's a statue that just... Honestly, me. that scared me even before I even knew what it was. SCP-173? Yeah. Like, I would see pictures of it and shit. I'm like... Keep an eye on keep it going. before you blink. Oh, wait. You, okay. you, have, you, have to, you have to stare at it. And you have to announce when you're blinking. Because if you don't, and someone else blinks... It's either you or them. Have you ever seen the intro to SCP Containment Breach? Where like, they're playing through it, and it's like, uh, we seem to have a problem with the door controls. I see Markiplier played it before, but it's like, and then suddenly... Lights... Or you either blink or the lights go out for a second, and then suddenly the monster, the SCP-173 is gone. And then suddenly he appears over, kills uh, another D-class prisoner, and then he kills a guard. And that's when the game starts. And what's interesting about the SCP Containment Breach game is it uses a system where, like how in Minecraft, you type in a seed. So the game is like auto-generated, so you don't have to have it same every single time. That's I'm terrifying. Yeah. That's terrifying. I don't think I'm going to be able to sleep knowing that that exists. The SCP Foundation doesn't exist. It's just like this Ong's Hat thing. It's a made-up media that a bunch of people have put... It's a cult, basically. <laughs> it's got a cult following, at least. Yeah, it's it's but it's interesting because it's like a story that people on the internet have made about a fake foundation and these creatures that they have to contain. It's interesting because there's not one author, to several people. That's really interesting. Though. It's kind of like how uh, because does anyone know who Lovecraft is? Like you know the author of like Cthulhu and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like I, there's people that continue his work. They try to keep. They try to. I guess keep they the continue on in his memory. Yeah, they try to like mimic his style. He's I think there. I've never read any of Lovecraft stuff, but it seems very interesting. Very confusing. Yeah. Fun fact: like Cthulhu. That. If you stare at him, you go insane and die. Ong's hat. Is that like Mario Odyssey, the living hat? No. I, wait. Does it actually does it say anything about the story on here? It's, I guess it goes down. Oh. Oh, it, it, it it's a creepy pasta, the Blair Witch Project. Where See, also, oh, Lonely Girl 15. Was that like some weird YouTube series that someone made whenever it first came, whenever YouTube first became a thing? Yep. It was launched in the early days of YouTube. Oh, goodness. She was in cult. That's fun. I think that's how the character in the YouTube series was. I don't know. Hmm. Second season of Umbrella Academy just started streaming, just so you know. Oh. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. Okay. Okay. Let's let's move on to... Uh... Paul McCartney is actually dead, and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh... Could you imagine me like Paul McCartney, and there's people believing in conspiracy theory that you're dead. And you're like, guys, I'm right here. It's like, no, nah, you're just a clone. Or a look-alike. Hologram. <laughs> Kill the imposter. Kill the imposter. <laughs> but then Paul McCartney's actually dead. Then we, we don't get any more music from him. Although, has, have any of you guys ever listened to Paul McCartney's new stuff? I don't think I have. Nope. I'm sorry, Mr. McCartney, if you're listening. 
the walrus was Paul. I just read a random sentence, and it says, here's another clue for you all. The walrus was Paul. Isn't the there a Beatles song where they're like, I am the walrus? That? I have no idea. You said you, you saw it. Right there. Huh. Why did the Beatles keep Paul's death a secret? It, said, it probably says here. but it, it, uh, he, died, he died in a car crash, supposedly. And to spare the public from grief, the surviving Beatles members replaced him with the winner of a McCartney look-alike contest, sometimes identified as William Campbell or Billy Shears. Afterward, the band left messages in their music and art album artwork to communicate the truth to their fans. This includes the 1968 song Glass Onion, in which Lenin, Lennon sings, Here's another clue for you all. The walrus was Paul. And the cover photo of their just-released album, Abbey Road, in which McCartney is shown barefoot and walking out of a, walking out of step with his bandmates. Do you think it's just people overlooking stuff or overthinking stuff? Going like, yeah, he's oh, 100%. Dead. Yeah. But, but, yeah, just imagine, like, being a guy that, like, there's a theory go around that you're dead. It was like, guys, I'm actually here and alive. It's like, no, you're just a look-alike. You, know how you don't actually exist. You know how annoying that would be? Very. Oh, yeah. I feel like this could actually be true, though. Why? Now we can't use the disclaimer. <laughs> oh, no. So, like, maybe. Paul... No, 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 no. I'm not saying that I believe it happened. I'm I just saying that it maybe could happen. It may... I don't think it's possible that it happened. What if it, he was still alive and look-alike died in the crash? <laughs> and like, it was all, all, all of it was just a publicity stunt. I mean, look at Michael Jackson at the end of his life. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect example of what fame would be doing. What did he do at the end of his life? I mean, other than, okay, wait. That wait. was the thing that he did toward the end of his life. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Why not? Because he only touched kids. Wow. Well, that's disappointing. <laughs> Are we editing this out? Nope. It's staying in there forever. It's gonna be on the internet. Oh boy. Okay, I think we should actually edit that out. Let's let's write down the time code for that. So let's move on to our next topic, which mattress firm. We've gotten a mat. I've gotten a mattress from there before, not me specifically, my parents. I don't think I have. I think my parents are more like. I think we've gotten used mattresses before. Actually, no. I think we get good mattresses somewhere. I don't think they're exactly used well. Well, there's a theory circulating out there about mattress firm being a front for a large-scale money laundering scheme. Hmm. Money laundering. I feel like this is definitely a lot more believable than. Most carve, of the other carve out a mattress to make it hollow and fill it with money. You're literally sleeping on cash. I'm gonna go break up my mattress when I get home. Come to find out, Ben has like ten trillion dollars worth of coins. Coins would be very uncomfortable to sleep on. <laughs> coins would be uncomfortable to sleep on. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know anybody who wouldn't agree. <laughs> My dog. Captain America. Huh. Yeah, Ben's dog wouldn't agree. He sleeps on anything. Okay, so... He also it... flips himself upside down. Yeah, he'll sleep on his back. 
I still get sent pictures. <laughs> From pain. Oh, yeah. About my dog. Yeah, okay. Well, mattress firm stores are absolutely everywhere. I mean, in Wichita, there's one, like, practically one around every corner. It's not uncommon to see two or three in the same shopping center, sometimes even across the street from one another. I've witnessed that firsthand. And not just two different mattress stores to, to promote competition, but the exact same store. Mattress firm. This is a law firm for sleeping people. I feel like if it's not a conspiracy theory, then it's just people who are really bad at putting where their stores are. There are currently more mattress stores than McDonald's or Starbucks what? in the United States. Okay, that's actually really impressive. Illustrating this point, 42.6% of mattress firm stores are within one mile radius of each other, according seems, to Business Insider. Seems like people now like sleeping more than eating. They've become more lazy. I, I, I sleep a lot. Oh, yeah. I feel like when I have days off or whatever, I'm tired. I, I take more naps in the summer, I feel like. I haven't had a new mattress in the 17 years I've been alive. It's, I'm pretty sure I've You're supposed to replace it like every 7 to 10 years. Oh, no, no, not that. Most millennials are having their mattresses delivered straight to their doors with bed and a box services, according to USA Today. So why are there so many mattress firms? That's what I'm asking, man. Why so Cause many? Because like, like no one buys them physically. You just order them online. Really? Welcome to the 21st century, where you Wait. can literally buy anything Wait, on the internet. Yeah, you can buy a mattress on Amazon. Yeah, but, like, wouldn't you go to the... Most people go to the store, don't they? They go to the store to look, and then they look online, and they have it delivered in a box. Oh, so you're saying nobody ever buys mattresses, or if they ever do from the store, it's very rarely. It's very rarely. Like, a cu I know a lot of schools do this, but we had, like, a mattress fundraiser a couple... Oh, yeah! A couple years yeah. ago. And, like, only two people bought a mattress... Yeah, that day. But, like, a bunch yeah. of them ordered online. Yeah, like, ma the majority of it was ordered online. Yo. Those like pillows were expensive. Through like, our fundraiser. Okay. I thought they like, they just went there and tried out beds. Like, I'm gonna order this online. Not through the fundraiser. Yeah, that's... Yo, he's you can, right, though. Yeah. A conspiracy... Re a conspiracy theory <laughs> recently went viral on Reddit after a user suggested the mattress firm was a front for a large-scale money laundering scheme. How could it be that a company with such a slow-moving product managed to keep so many stores open? That's true. Like, with no one buying in person anymore, or very rarely, how are they affording the rent in those big, big stores? Mm -hmm. Like, electricity yeah, alone must cost them $1,300 a month. Yeah, but then again, people in, like, these times that are happening right now wouldn't worry about getting a new mattress either. Yeah, that's true. I, mean, I don't think they'd let them try them out due to the coronavirus. No, like, no, absolutely not. Exactly. I feel like they just put like a little plastic tarp over the bed, have them try it out. You have to off, put. You have to off. wear the hazmat suit. Just get, what if like they find the hazmat suit companies like can I keep this? Yeah. So one Reddit user wrote. I remember seeing four mattress firms on each corner of an intersection at once, 
and there is no way that there is such a high demand for mattresses. That's true. Because, like, with everyone ordering online, there's no need for a physical store anymore. Unless you're going there just to look. I mean, multiple stores equals more places to shuffle money between and more sources for fake money to appear from, another user wrote. Viral YouTube star Shane Dawson also popularized the idea in a video examining various conspiracy theories that racked up nearly 20 million views. But what's really going on? Shortly after the conspiracy theory went viral, mattress firm CEO Steve Stagner announced that mattress firm would be filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection and would be closing nearly 700 stores. 700? How many stores did they have in the U.S.? How many mattress firms are there? Dude, this thing is a real deal. There is so many stuff that popped up about mattress firms. They have... 16,000 mattress stores in the United States. So if they close 700 of them, that doesn't even make a dent in their inventory. Oh my gosh. Wow. Still have a lot of stores to shuffle money through. Yeah. Especially in areas where it has too many stores in close proximity to each other, according to Business Insider. The abundance of mattress firm stores and rapidly declining sales due to the rise of bed-in-a-box companies contributed to the company's continuing downfall. And they're not closed either. Like, you can go to Wichita and they have this giant balloon above the store that's like, oh, mattress sale today only. And it's been there for like months on end. But the heart of their financial struggles, according to USA Today, lies in the overexpansion of the company. Yeah, you if you're going to expand, start with one or two stores and I mean don't put them in within a one mile radius of each other. Okay. Maybe put two in a, a big town. Yeah. But like that's it. You don't need any more than that. I feel like they just have people that are really bad at managing their places just like worth putting them out or planning where they go. There's a new one on Wichita, in Wichita, too. How many are there in Wichita? Let's see. East side, I've seen two. West is, like, one. North North is, like, one. So there, there are quite a few in a, in a very short radius. Mattress Firm ballooned considerably after the company bought other mattress companies like Mattress Giant, Sleep Train, and Sleepies. After the buyouts, Mattress Giants and Sleep Train were simply rebranded as the new Mattress Firm stores, hence why two competing mattress stores across the street from another, one another became the same store. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. So they just buy out the competition? They bought out the competition that was competing with them nearby and then converted into a new store. But why wouldn't they just take the inventory from that store, make a profit by selling the building, Money laundering scheme. Money laundering scheme. Thousands of mattress firm stores, all within at least one mile radius of each other. Sounds pretty straightforward, but here's where things get interesting. Steinhoff, the second largest furniture... My eyes just did some. The second largest furniture retailer in the world, right after Ikea and mattress firm's parent company, recently acknowledged in a public filing that the company is being accused of accounting irregularities, including overstating how much money the company made, as well as improperly accounting intercompany loans. 
Oh, so they've been caught trying to fraud. Yeah. It's fraud. Yeah. The irregularities have been going on for years, but only recently came under public scrutiny in the in 2017 after Steinhoff CEO Marcus J O O S T E. I'm going to say that as juiced. Juste. Juste. Resigned seemingly out of the blue. Steinhoff is located in South Africa and has been one of the largest companies on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange ever since 1996. The revelations of fraud and Juste's resignation marked one of the largest collapses in South African corporate history, according to Household Name, a Business Insider podcast. Hmm. Hmm. I almost want to believe it. That's crazy. I know, right? I mean, like, imagine that, just like, you have so much fake money, you don't know what to do with it. Mm, Boom. Build a mattress firm. Build a mattress firm, it'll shuffle through there. Well, at least they didn't do what the Bellas did, just buy a stadium that's built like a pyramid and make it their headquarters. (laughs) That's actually cool, though. I know, but like, I know they didn't do it at money laundering, they're just really successful, just... And they're like, yeah. oh, we, we will show our wealth by building a solid glass pyramid. Well, I, from what I know, they didn't actually build it. They bought it. They and bought it, yeah. They renovated it. You guys remember the song I showed you? Yep. Yeah, that was funny. What, secretly, that's headquarters of Illuminati. It's in the Cabela's. Cabela's being the, the home quarters of the Illuminati, though. You wouldn't expect it. But, but it's, You think it's yeah, in Washington, exactly. D.C. or in the Detroit like, airport? No, Cabela's. It'd be like hiding in plain sight. It's like, oh, which is the biggest triangle in America? Well, Cabela's, but who would suspect What's them? the biggest Pentagon in America? The Pentagon. <laughs> Flying out of D.C., I actually saw the Pentagon. You're, you're going really close to rule three there, Johnny. <laughs> Really don't, 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 don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't. What's the largest shape in America? Well, you see. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore is technically the largest sculpture in America, right? Yeah. I mean, because I saw this one video it was earlier. I was talking about the possibility of civilizations, like ancient civilizations mm-hmm. that came around before us. Yeah. And it's talking about, okay, within at least 10,000 years, there'd be no proof or nothing left of that civilization other than maybe, like, rock and cement from our time. But I read that they said one of the things that might survive would be Mount Rushmore. Yeah, it's built like, it, it's made out of rock. Yeah, and so people might look back on us going, like, is that their gods? Lincoln Senpai. What? Yo, what if they think Mount Rushmore was like a religion, and that's like a theory in the future that they have? Is that like, like we we, we have a nuclear fallout, and there's just like a whole bunch of little embryos yeah. frozen? They're like in a classroom in the future, and they're like, yeah, they worship these weird dudes carved into um, a side of a side of mountains that have wigs on. <laughs> they're like so confused. For some reason, there's like a giant chunk that? taken out of one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and then like. Just like, okay, it's like, all right, so here's the names of these gods. Georgie Washing Machine. <laughs> President <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Logs. <laughs> Let's see, what are the other names of the presidents there? Oh, gosh dang, I feel like I should have paid more attention. Oh, yeah, I don't remember either. Uh, is, is Ulysses S. Grant? I don't no, think he is. So. Yes, this is a good thing <laughs> to look up. Um, 
How did we pass history? My grandparents have been to South Dakota. They should know this. Just called them up. It's like, yo. Oh, we got Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, why, why, Jefferson. why did Theodore Roosevelt, why is there just a giant trunk of Theodore Roosevelt? No, it's Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt. His name was Teddy Bear Roosevelt. You guys, you guys ever seen that episode of Phineas and Ferb where they go into the yeah. Mount Rushmore head? Yeah. Uh, That's pro- my theory why a piece is missing. Is it because Abraham Lincoln was shot in the back of the head? There's a there's a door in the side of its head. We've talked about this on a previous podcast think, yeah. with the 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 vault in Mount Rushmore, where it's in the side of Lincoln's head, and people think that it's like it's a conspiracy why he was shot, and it's like whoa, whoa you can't do that. Wait, there's an actual vault inside. There's there? a vault. Yeah, that the dude oh, who was sculpting cool. actually made a vault is like he made it where like okay, so it'll be yeah. it was like a, supposed to be like a museum, but um, like now it's just used as a vault. Which, I mean, I guess it did work out in the end, because people actually did use it. I remember, like, what you said, like, last podcast was, like, or it might have been combination of both of us going, like, hey, remember that vault that dude made? Yeah. Why, why don't we use it? It's going to turn into a nuclear bunker eventually. <laughs> Everything in this country does. And then also the <laughs> same thing in that podcast, I mean, not podcast, that video I watched earlier was, uh, okay, so there's already people around today who have basically never left the Stone Age. So basically, if something were to happen... Their life wouldn't really change. They know how to live off the land. So it, same with Amish people. Yeah, and then like just imagine, and the, in the same video they talked about, imagine like one of these guys just walk into your camp and survive what happened, and they try to explain what happened. But the thing is, you don't understand them. You, you can't might, speak their language. The, you might, some, you might learn how to communicate somehow through what they say, but then they'd be written down as legends and stuff, or like myth. Big, big. R- <laughs> Big sun rock fall from sky make earth go boom. Excuse me. Man with with weird stick around eyes that see through a rock come to me and talk about house. But what is house? I think we should probably wrap up soon because it's getting pretty late in the day. So, until next time, see y'all. friends.